Well, welcome, Connor, to the Innovative Builder podcast. Thank you. Nice to have you. Glad to be back, even though I was never here. That's right. The first time you came, it we accidentally deleted it or something? Uh, no, we were working on a building, and we stopped the audio for a little bit, and we started going again, and forgot to turn the audio back on, I guess. So. Oh, shoot. That's so fine. This is, uh, this is JNRS's podcast, right? You knew that? Yeah. Okay. So I figured I'm here for it. So. You know what a podcast is, right? Yeah. Okay. I sit there and talk. Right. And you don't know how to do that, right? Not very well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will be good. So you've been with us now for how many years? A little over nine years. A little over nine years. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, hasn't it? And now, what are you doing? Maybe tell folks what it is you do for JNRS. Um, so quite a few years ago, really started to tackle concrete, uh, the foundations and exterior concrete. Um, still do a general remodel and whatnot in the winter months, but really trying to learn all the new products that we can utilize in the north here. So right now I'm trying to really focus on overlay systems because we see a lot of bad concrete that mm-hmm. potentially doesn't need to be pulled out, but also just outdoor patios and sidewalks in general as well. So I'm trying to focus more and more on that to oh, yeah. really bring that to the table. So, Yes, sir. Yeah, I remember years ago when we we used to hire out the concrete, and then we started, sort of started to, me, dad, Jim, and laborers would just kind of do it here and there, you know? Yeah. And, of course, you were helping back then, and we just kind of started doing more and more, and since then you've kind of decided you that's a route you'd want to learn more and dive in deeper, so. Yeah. How long How long have you been focused on concrete, would you say? Um. Well, each year it's more and more. In the beginning, it was, I'd just do all the concrete that we had, mm-hmm. but we never really uh, advertised or, like, pushed for concrete jobs. Right. So each year we're doing more and more concrete, so, but I think it's been about five or six years. Yeah. So. So, yeah, and what would you say is the bulk of the type of work you've done? Concrete related, you're saying? Yeah, like what types of projects? Um, Well, it's kind of transitioned in the beginning, or a couple years ago, we were doing a lot more new construction. So we're doing a lot of foundations, monoslabs. And then now that we're moved away from new construction for a while, anyways, uh, we're doing small additions. So we're still doing the monoslabs and shallow draft footings and some basements, but it's more uh, exterior and patios sidewalks stuff like that so yeah it's kind of transitioned a little bit so yep yep as we've focused on just doing our models we've we just have a, a much higher volume of smaller projects yeah um so tell us a little bit about some of these overlay products i know in months past or years past we've done a ton of uh concrete patio you know, on new houses, we've we've poured new stuff. We've torn out old sidewalks and patios and poured all new concrete. 
Um, what is this overlay product you're talking about? So there's a there's a couple different products that we use. Um, so basically, the point of an overlay is so you don't have to remove your existing concrete. So what we've done in the past is rip and replace. So we'll come in, we'll remove the old concrete, prep the new base, and then it's a lot, a lot more cost to rip and replace. So with this overlay, if you have a fairly decent slab that you think that uh, this thing looks like crap, it's got to go, well, you can actually, depending on your slab condition and the general site conditions as far as water and stuff like that, um, you can actually repair the old concrete and go over with a, a stamp overlay, broomed, structural. Um, so it really, your return to service is a lot quicker and it's a cheaper uh, route to go as well because we're not dealing with the cost of removing material and hauling new material in. Landscaping. Landscaping and whatnot. So the cost can really, really be a benefit there. Mm-hmm. And also with the overlay, it's a very durable product, you know. So it's polymer-based, so we're not, it's not getting affected by the sun, chemicals, salt, stuff like that. So you're actually getting a really durable surface over your old concrete, so. Oh, yeah. So tell us about, before we kind of get into the technical details of these overlays, I think what has set JNRS apart over the years when it comes to concrete is kind of how we how we prep and pour um, our slabs and aprons and patios, right? Yeah. Um, from new construction to remodels to replacements. Um, how, what 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 sets us apart there? Um, so our our standard is higher than the industry standard, you could say, um, depending on if it's a driveway or a patio, we go with uh, four to six inches of base. I, I call it the four, five, or six, five, four rule. Six inches of uh, base, four inches of foam, five inches of concrete. So six inches of base, that'd be like a rock. class five sand, yep. rock, basically any cre- clean aggregate. Yep. Um, and that creates a good, good base. We can get everything nice and level, um, or sloped, I suppose you would want for exterior, but, and then we're going with four inches of, uh, foam to 25 PSI, uh, to, for frost protection. So we're protecting the slab from heave thaw. Uh, so with that frost protection, the water's in the ground is freezing, expanding, moving your ground. So we're preventing that so concrete isn't moving. And also we're going with uh, five inches of concrete on our patios and driveways. The industry standard for like a patio or sidewalk where there's no heavy traffic is four. But you see a lot of guys using two by four forms, right? Well, they're three and a half inches. Right. All of a sudden you're going three and a half inches just to cheat it. We're going with five inches so that if anything is under that, we're still above the industry standard right you know and then we're also doing rebar two-foot grid unless specified otherwise and right we're going with uh 
more and more with a composite rebar. And a lot of guys use steel still. We still use steel here and there, depending on the project. But the composite rebar is basically stronger, and it prolongs the life of your concrete as well. It doesn't so, rust, right? Yeah, it doesn't rust. will eat concrete. You'll get rust cracks, basically. Especially if it's getting wet. Yeah. So Probably the big one of the bigger benefits, too, is just the handling of it, right? Yep. Yeah, it's way lighter. I mean, you're looking at two and a half pounds per stick, you know. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you can easily lift Versus, it. what's a regular stick of rebar? Oh, it's heavy. I don't know. Right. But you can lift Ten four, pounds. maybe five comfortably. Um, but with the composite, I mean, you can lift 20. A whole bundle, yeah. Very easily. You yeah. Know? So and Makes it easier for delivery for our team and yep, just moving stuff around. and Yep, and better product as well. So Yeah. But there is certain applications where we can't use structurally yeah as far as uh like pinning it to other concrete right and you can't really sledgehammer yep and then we can't bend it as well so we can do a curve but we can't do a 90 degree bend say so yeah so there's still applications for the steel but basically the, the the drainage the six inch base um or four you said four inch base or six inch six, base? Six, four, five. So six, six, four, five. Six inches of base, four inches of foam. Four inches of foam, inches of five inches of concrete. We're kind of just creating this really, really maintenance-free and robust assembly, right? basically. Yep. yep. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when we come back five years later, most of the time to, say, add some more sealer to the people's decorative patios, Yep. they haven't moved. They look about like the day we poured them yeah once you put the if you recode it with sealer so a lot of people don't put new sealer on that's one problem with concrete yeah you gotta you gotta put sealer down um you go back and put your sealer down after two to five years it looks brand new again yep like we just did uh johnson's andy park point yeah resealed that i think that was, we did that project about five years ago and it we sealed it and it looked brand new. Yeah, it's almost like uh, adding another coat of sealer to like old woodwork. Sometimes it actually looks better. Yep, or like fresh paint, you know. Yep, yep. So, and then one thing too we do actually do is water management around the sidewalks or patios. So if we have slope coming into our patios or whatnot, we'll actually run our a drain tile system to pull water away from our slab right and daylight it to a, another area where we're getting because about 90 percent of your problems with concrete are from water right so if you can get rid of the water you're solving a lot of your problems so we like to come into a site and remove the water problem first and then we build everything off top of that so a lot of times like if we're bidding against another contractor these are the types of things that we try to explain to them that, hey, we're not just bidding to come in, peel out your concrete, put down forms, and pour something new. Yeah. We, we might be regrading your entire backyard. We might be uh, trying to find daylight for a drain tile, you know, and then getting enough sand in there and prepping our depth so that we can add the thick foam, you know. And the foam goes past the edge of the concrete, right? Yep. And that that's to prevent that frost from... Moving in, in over time, yeah. Yep. 
So oftentimes we're, we're more expensive, aren't we? But yeah, you get what you pay for though. Yeah. What I always tell people when they, they say, man, that's crazy that you guys go to that length. And it's like, well, have you ever jackhammered out concrete? It's super heavy and it's super expensive. Like the concrete itself. Mm-hmm. And our theory is like when that concrete truck backs up that it's, we're putting it down and it's going to stay down for a long time. Yeah. We, we want to be really, really intentional when we're dealing with uh, projects, products that have a lot of labor and are, and are expensive, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, this, with our system, like I don't want to, this, this concrete should last a lot. Like this concrete should outlast the homeowner, you know? Right. Like yep. it's, it's a lifetime. It's, yeah, it's, it's there. Right, you know. something that you'll be able to enjoy for a lifetime, regardless of your age. Yeah, if it's done this done this way, done. Yeah, done correctly. Yeah, you see, a lot of other contractors might not go to that extent, but their their concrete isn't going to outlive their customer. You know? Right. Yep. Um. So that kind of brings us to the concrete coatings. Then, um, let's say a customer has pretty rare we find a customers that's got sidewalks on foam already yeah I, that's like never but quite often if they don't have water issues and somebody maybe poured it a little thicker and put rebar in it the surface is just kind of spalled off and it's just ugly right yeah is that is that where this micro topping comes into play yeah well it wouldn't be a micro topping but uh yeah, so if, if the concrete is stable, right? Yep. And even there is even if it's has cracks too, you can still fix this. Um, but basically we can put a durable finish on that top and give it a new appearance. Yep. But it's actually gonna be a a more durable finish than concrete itself. Um, on top of that concrete at a much lower cost i mean it's sometimes it can be around half the cost of rip and replace you know yeah so if a homeowner's looking for something that you know a lower cost because if your concrete is in good shape and you don't say you don't have your frost protection right is it worth it to rip it out if it's not completely garbage i don't think so no because it's heavy and expensive exactly so it's a it's a lower cost and you're getting a like a almost a better product on the top of your concrete for a durable finish that's good, still going to last a long time. So walk us through the the steps to um, to prep an old piece of concrete like that with this product we're talking about. Yeah, so a lot of times there's old concrete it's going to crack, right? So you have your control joints. You always have to honor your control joints because that those are designed with a crack. Um, but if the control is, joints, basically when the concrete does move, it just, it cracks, cracks in, in the control joint so that you don't see it. Right. Yeah, That's the whole point of the yeah. control joint. Yeah. It's a good looking crack basically. Yeah. So we always have to honor those, but if there is some minor cracking in other areas, we can actually cut those out and we f- repair those cracks so mm-hmm. they won't move anymore. And then we'll prep the whole surface. So we got to remove the any grease, oils, old sealer, 
So we basically got down to raw concrete. And how do so, you do that? So depending on the concrete, we'll either mechanically remove it, a grinder, or you can use certain acids to remove the sealer. Oh, yeah. But a lot of, it's a lot easier to use the grinder because you're not dealing with chemicals. And also, like on a, say, a broomed concrete sidewalk, it's already flat. So it's just it's super easy to come with a grinder and take that out. But if you have a stamped patio, you're not going to want to grind down a half inch of concrete. Right, right. So you're going to use a, an acid or something to Lift remove it. that yeah. sealer. So once we have the concrete down to rock concrete and basically we test it with some water to make sure that that concrete is accepting the water, that way we know... We got everything removed. No, you got the sealer removed. Otherwise, it would beat up. Yeah, we got the sealer removed and the oil removed. Um, At that point, we'll put down a primer on the concrete, and we'll let that tack up, and then we'll put down our first coat, which is a pro surfacer, and that's basically our base coat. We're going to put that down, let that set, let it dry, and then we're going to come back, depending on what they want for the finish. So if they want a stamped, there's another couple steps you have to take, but say you're just doing an apron, they just want it broomed. Um, we'll put down our, we'll uh, damp the surface, put down our pro surfacer, mm-hmm. and basically broom it right away, and then you get that textured broom surface. Yep. How thick is this? I mean, we're talking like credit card. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. Once we get that broom surface on. We'll let it that dry, obviously, and then we'll seal it, backfill all the stuff, and you're done, right? You have new concrete. But with the, uh, if you want a stamped concrete, uh, we'll put down our pro surfacer, our second coat. Mm-hmm. But while that's still wet, we'll actually dump on our pro stamp. Pro stamp is the product that we use. Um, we'll dump that right onto the wet pro surfacer. So that way, that surface tension in between the pro surfacer and the pro stamp actually breaks, and them two layers are now bonded together. Mm. So you don't you're not delaminating basically, and then basically we're waiting on that stamp to set up just like concrete would. Yeah, and then we're gonna stamp that. What type of designs can you do with them stamps? Uh yeah. Anything? Anything. Anything. I mean, yeah. any stamp they got out there, you know? Yeah. What, um, what do we have again? We, we own we a few stamps. We have Slate and uh, I always forget the other one, but it's kind of like a, it's not a cobblestone, but I can't remember. More of a, not a brick pattern, but yeah, something like that. But the goal is to basically get, to get the look of like a, a, Paper patio or... Yeah, a paper patio or, I mean, there's endless options. You know, there's wood grain. Wood plank. Wood plank. There's brick. There's, I mean... Yeah. It's pretty endless. And that's another thing is, you know, people just get sick of their sidewalks or their driveway. We can just make it look pretty. Yeah. Right? Like, Like, we we can show them pictures of work we've done. We can... They can look online and basically we can just color it, texture it, seal it. Yeah. So it's funny because we actually got a product or project coming up where we're changing the color of oh, yeah. the broomed 
uh, driveway. Hmm. This customer wants a black concrete driveway. It's gray right now. So we're going to come in there, remove the surface, and put this product down black and broom it. Which, the reason for that, so the sun will actually help melt the snow. So it's like a lot of people don't realize that you broom concrete, you can have just about any color you want, you know? Yeah. Which we've done a few of those projects, and it actually looks really sharp with a colored broom concrete. You'd mm-hmm. be surprised. Just kind it's, of a clean, modern look. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But then, as well as the stamping, you know, you can have the same color options, but you can get a little bit more creative with uh, accent colors, and you can really, really get creative. And yep. But the thing is, too, um, no two slabs are the same. So you go see a patio, and you're like, oh, I love that patio. Mm-hmm. Well, that patio is unique. Right. You're never going to get that exact same. Yeah, we always tell our customers that it's like a, it's like wood. Wood yeah. or like a slab of marble. You know? It's kind of like an organic material. We can't, we can't really control exactly how it's going to yeah. turn out. It looks similar. Right. It's going to have its own unique color pattern and you know it's an on-site installation it's not a factory we're not making a bunch of tiles right it's we can get the design the same the texture the same but the look Mm -hmm. that's unique in itself every time yeah huh yeah that's uh i'm excited to do more we've done quite a bit with this topping these surfacers but yeah um, I think there's a world of opportunity here in Duluth even just with uh, old stoops, old patios, old sidewalks, you know, stairways. Yeah. Just making them look, sprucing them up, you know. It don't it don't take much to, to apply one of these products, you know, compared to ripping and replacing, like you said. Yeah, and even as far as, like, uh, structural, like, if you have a stair that's, you know, you have pieces missing out of it. Right. You can repair them pieces and have a more durable product in the end than it began with, you know. Yeah. So there's the options out there. It's it's come a long way. It's, it's yeah, like, I mean, all my years pouring concrete, we always just told customers, like, no salt, you know. Salt yep. is corrosive, and it'll it'll get into the finish and spall the top, you know. Yep. And basically everybody ignores you and their concrete spalls. Yep. Whereas now, some of these resurfacing products literally don't care if you put salt on them. Yeah. I know that we did it on our little pad here out front. Was that last fall when we did that? Yeah, in the fall. And all winter I was, I mean, that thing was covered in salt, you know, and shovel it off, whatever, or just let it sit there for days. And it's spring now and it looks it looks perfect, you know. We've yeah. had we've had many many patios spall in that first year, even with the sealers and everything. Yep. So it's yeah, that first year is the most critical year because your concrete it actually is curing forever. Right. You go but cut, the most moisture is in that first year. Right. You cut go cut old concrete and that stuff is rock hard mm-hmm. because it's still curing, you know. Yeah. So. But that first year is critical because that's where the moisture content is the highest and it can actually absorb the salt water, basically, into the concrete and it'll expand in there just like ice. It reacts with the concrete, yep. the chemicals in the concrete, and pops your surface right off. So. Yep. 
Yeah. As far as, uh, so you've been, like you said earlier, you, in the winter months, we can't, we don't do a lot of concrete, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you're doing more kind of general remodels. How does that tie in? We've talked a little bit about this outdoor living and, um, even doing patios and pergolas and, you know, little planters and, um, sounds like that's all stuff that's well within your skill set, huh? Yeah. I mean, I guess it was really nice when I started, I worked with Jim and well, at first I worked with everyone, obviously we were a lot smaller. And then after a while I got sent off with Jim and Jim kind of knows everything, you know? Yeah. A little of everything. Yeah. So, and we got, we got to do all the, uh, not weird jobs, but different jobs, you know, like, not one job was the same except for a lot of windows and doors. But so we got to learn how to, or I got to learn from Jim a lot of different random stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So that, that helps because even going into remodels, it's every job's different, you know? Yeah. You're building the house backwards at that point. Right. So just working with Jim in them like three or four years, I mean, I feel like I was super lucky to learn so many different not trays but yeah different styles of how stuff was done right and no and i would i would say even when i look at how you and our concrete crew is set apart from others in our in our market um you've got kind of a wealth of carpenter experience that you bring to um, this outdoor living or, or concrete world and oftentimes it's not the case like you know, and carpentry is just such a versatile and valuable skill to learn. Mm -hmm. Whether it's understanding how flash different flashings work, you know, and uh, you know, water management and and all these things, I feel like that's been that's been pretty cool to be able to offer our customers that skill set. But then also, if you if you need to schedule wise, if we need to have you build the pergola, say, or you know, build a bench for the job, it's no problem, you know. You can definitely yeah. go back to the warehouse, knock it out, and, and do it, you know, so. Yeah. No, that is nice because I always hate leaving a job when it's, like, someone else has to come f finish something, you know. Right. It drives me nuts. Yeah. So it's, like, if I can get in there and, like, start to finish, do it all, you know, if there's a window thrown in there, a door, right. a little deck, you know. It's sweet being able to just to step in there and get it all done, and right. you're walking away from a complete job, not just a portion that you worked on, you know? Right. So that, yeah, that's really nice to actually bring a project from start to finish, even if it involves a few different, you know, yeah, tasks. Yeah, really just kind of getting the, being with the customer from start to finish, you know, it is tough. Whenever we hand it off, we lose a little bit, and the customer loses a little bit of that mm -hmm. experience. So anytime we can just get everything done, that's our goal. That being said, if a addition project needs concrete, you're going to be on that project with another crew yeah. doing concrete, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so like on the, the additions, I'll come in there and do the foundation, and then I'll leave, you know. Like on the typically a bigger project, 
I'll come in putting the foundation and then the framers will come in and do their thing and usually take it from there. So, yeah. But like on the, like a patio or something, you know, a lot of times there's a door involved or. Right. Yeah. A railing. Yep. Whatever, you know. Whether it's wood or metal or. Yeah. Some type of custom. Yep. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to take that into where we can just keep that all in one, one crew and. Yeah, even form work is carpentry, right? Yeah. Cutting foam, cutting rebar, um, especially forming up stairways. Stairways, yep. Things like that. Yeah, that's... Uh, stairways are interesting because every most concrete stairs you walk on are just not comfortable for some reason, you know? Hmm. I, in my experience, you know, either the runs too long or the rise is too short and you yeah. do like a hop and a skip every step you know oh, yeah. so it's like i i love forming them the form pouring them is a different story but forming them is sweet because with the carpentry experience you can be like yeah you've done 18 it. inches is a comfortable step you know right 18 inches rise run so yeah you take that in there else and you have a comfortable concrete stair to walk up and mm-hmm. it makes a world of difference what are you most passionate about when it comes to concrete or even just your job in general? Oh, boy. I don't know. You know, it kind of changes. Lately, I'd say it's been the uh, overlays, you know. It's just, I just see so much potential in this area. Not only residential, but commercial. There's so much, like, concrete that looks like garbage mm-hmm. you got spalling you got cracking you got chunks missing it's like if all the people that had this concrete knew that you could come in there and make it look new without creating a huge mess right boy you could get a lot done well that's why we're doing this podcast right yeah yeah spread exactly. the word so that's what it's been lately i've been really trying to get this overlay structural repair slash you know whatever you want to call it get that really out there so people know that that's an option you know yeah it's a good it's a good option it's not just it's not a temporary fix right you know it's a permanent fix right you know what would you say to the people that are concerned about um, just in our climate freeze thaw you know spring yeah about about these types of coatings, is there is there a concern that they they're just gonna fall off in a year or two? Uh, no. Um, so it's a polymer based product. All the salt and grease and sun, all those different things that the concrete will be exposed to, it doesn't affect this. You know, just like. It will stain because it's, you know, it's made so you can accept a stain, change the color or whatnot. But we solve that with a sealer. Yeah. You still but seal it. We still seal it. We right. protect it, uh, protect the protection. But it's not going to, it's it's a flexible product. So if you do have a little bit of movement, it's going to move, you know, It's but it's not going to fall apart. And it's extremely durable. You go look at projects that have this overlay on it. 10 years later, it looks brand new still, you know? It's like with concrete, just raw concrete, or I shouldn't say raw concrete, but just normal concrete, after 10 years with no sealer, 
or without maintenance the with the seal. The finish is Usually you can see yeah. all the aggregate and everything. You see aggregate, like you walk around the city and you just see busted up concrete. Busted up concrete, you know. Yeah. But this product, it's, it's flexible, so it can take movement because, like we we're talking about earlier, a lot of this old concrete doesn't have frost protection, so you get movement. But this stuff is flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, we did them samples for the home show on just go board for. Uh, tile backer oh yeah and the boards weren't completely flat and put them out on the floor we're walking around on them things water got dumped on it we we're tromping all over them things so three days mm-hmm. straight and there was i mean granted that's only three days but with them things flexing you know sometimes up to a half inch just on two feet you know right it's not cracking yeah so yeah, with the movement and the durability, it's it's a permanent fix for this area, especially with the freeze thaw that we deal with and the salt. A lot of other places don't use salt. Right. You know, they're using gravel or, or not right. gravel, but sand, and or yep. they just clean it off because it's going to melt the next day. Right. So, I mean, we deal with a lot more, let's say, harsh environment for concrete, but these overlay products are definitely a solid yeah yeah another another use case that just came to mind for these is um i was talking to a guy that did all his own concrete and he did it on foam and everything but he had never really done stamped concrete and uh and i saw it and it was it was pretty rough it was a hot day and he tried to do way too much and it's all dry cracked and it's like pink in color you know (laughs) and so i was talking to him and he's like man i gotta i gotta have you guys come out and just redo it and i'm like yeah that's the beauty of this like you you probably spent 10 15 grand and foam and concrete and rebar and a whole bunch of time um but no we don't have to tear it out you know we can we can definitely prep it and recode it and make it look as if it was done professionally on day one so Yeah. So he was pretty pumped and I think we were gonna go check that out for him. But yeah. That's a that's another example of like say you buy a house and it's like, who on earth did these sidewalks? You know, it's it's actually new, but it looks like garbage, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kinda fun to have it as another tool in the toolbox. Yeah, and like a lot of times too, people say they have a colored concrete patio and then they put new siding on their house, different color. Right. Well, that old color might clash with that. Siding. Right. Well, you can come in there and change the color, you know? Yep. You don't have to rip it out. Yeah. And then even, too, like uh, Rory, he's doing a shower, and we're going to, we're hoping to do a shower with this stuff, do a shower walls. Yeah. It's you know? fully waterproof yep. product. So that You can use it on walls and floors. Yep, walls and floors. There's, I mean, you can come into a old, even a micro topping. Like, say you have a spalled floor in your garage, right? right? You see that all the time. Well, you can come in there and make that thing nice and flat, shiny, polished concrete again, you know? Oh, yeah. With this product. So, and it's a super durable finish, you know? That Balmer, it's that, if you come back in there with your car covered in salt from the roads, mm-hmm. you're not going to 
Yeah, that's what's cool about it. Is, like you said, out. we're actually enhancing the the finish finish with yeah. the surface. It's not just a band aid. Yep. It's a, it's an actual upgrade. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Anything else that our customers would like to know about what you do and what we're kind of looking to do this year? Uh just to update your patio, you know. Update your patio. Update your concrete. Update it. You know, even if it's new or old. Oh yeah. There's options out there and Yeah, there's it's there's some it's technology is what it is. It's it's advanced products. They've had products that have failed in the past and mm -hmm. we're 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 looking at new, better products that hold up. Yeah. And that that have been time tested. So. Yeah. Yeah. The products that we use aren't you know, they didn't come off the shelf yesterday. No. These are products that are newer. But they've evolved. Well, yeah. And this, I'm saying newest is like 20 years ago. But right. They haven't been really brought to the market and maybe more commercial applications and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So there, there's just like endless options to upgrade something you might not like or fix it or. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today, Connor. And shoot, yeah. Let the sun shine. Hopefully. <laughs>